I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's Sophie Pesante. So um, this may not seem like the most likely of passages to share an encouraging thought on. Um, it is definitely a bit more of a challenge to um, to get something out of it, but I hope that um, what I share this morning is encouraging and um, helps you to see more of the heart of God. And that is actually the main thing that I think I received from this passage is... Um, what the heart of God is like and it's not something we necessarily always think about or I think for me at least Um, but I think I've been challenged recently to consider the tone that Jesus uses or would have used um, when he was speaking to the disciples or the Pharisees or whoever um, and really thinking about what tone he would have used um, rather than just having it be this default tone that my brain automatically gives Jesus. Um, And I think that tone um, can depict a lot of the meaning. And when we understand, um, when we understand Jesus's heart and his motives behind what he's saying and through the tone that he's using, um, we can love him and understand him more deeply. Um, So to give an example of when this might be the case, um, in verse 44, Jesus says, woe to you, which is not a phrase we hear super often. Um, But it might sound like on at first glance, a phrase of condemnation or of shame or of fear. Um, But really, we who know and love God, we we trust him and we know who God is. Um, We know that he is righteous and just and compassionate in all that he does and that he is a father who whose heart broke for his sinful children and that is why he sent his son to save us. So because we know these things we can trust his heart and um, we don't have to automatically fear when we hear a phrase like woe to you Um, and we know that even if it is um, a phrase that is harsh and that sounds like um, a correction we can trust that correction because we know that Jesus's heart and God's heart is pure and his motives are pure Um, and one commentary that I read put it like this Woe to you represents Christ's righteous anger. It comes from his heart of love that is broken by the stubborn blindness of his people. So with that same heart, that heart of love, God through Jesus is here in this passage and and always looking at his children. And in this case, it's the Pharisees. Um, and he's exercising just anger as well as compassion towards them for the way they have defiled um, God's word and therefore his people. 
And um, like unmarked graves, this bit I was a little bit unsure of, but um, unmarked graves are hidden in a field and you can't see them. And um, back in biblical times, it was seen as um, defiling to a person if they were to walk over graves or to come in contact with graves. And so the Pharisees, um, Jesus is likening the Pharisees to these graves which are unseen, which are defiling people um, without them knowing it, because the Pharisees had added to God's law that he had given them and um, and formed their own man-made laws out of them. Um, so woe to you is also repeated in verse 46 when Jesus says, you load people down with burdens they can hardly carry, and you yourselves will not lift one finger to help them. So again, the heart of God here is revealed as compassionate. Um, he knows the way of the Pharisees. He knows that they have piled on laws on top of the word of God that they were given, um, making it impossible for these laws to be fulfilled by anyone and therefore incurring guilt and burden and strife onto the people of God. So this was the way of the Pharisees, and it had defiled the word of God, and therefore his people. And Jesus is once again heartbroken, because he knows that there is a higher way, a way that doesn't involve um, his people becoming... um, just laid heavy laden with burdens and guilt. Um, and that way is his way, the way of his father, which brings true rest from our sin and from the burdens that we heap onto ourselves. Um, and these verses in Luke, I think, almost act as a precursor to the verses in Matthew 11, where Jesus reveals his heart as gentle and humble. And he offers rest when we surrender to his yoke and his burden. So in verses um, 28 to 30 of Matthew 11, Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So this is Jesus's way. This is the way of salvation and of our eternal life. The way that involves coming to Jesus and surrendering our ways for his and learning from him. Jesus says, learn from me, not from the world or from the teachers of the law who claim to be righteous, but are really just as sinful as the ones who they are accusing Learn instead from the one whose heart is pure, whose heart we can trust, whose heart is for his people and for the sheep of his pasture, and whose ways are always higher than our ways. And yeah, I just wanted to encourage us this morning to trust again in God where we might have been um, hurt or where we might have felt that um, his heart is not pure towards us or towards his people, Um, just to trust in God again, because we know who he really is. We know that he is pure and that um, 
his heart is just for his his people who are hurting. Um, so I'd love for us to respond in prayer. Um, and there's kind of three things that could maybe be um, an inspire an inspiration to pray for um, off the back of this passage. So those are um, just thanking the Lord for his heart, that it is pure. And then prayer that we would desire the heart of God. Um, and also prayer for others who don't yet know the heart of God, that they might know him and his um, heart that breaks for them. So let's um, just bow our heads as we pray again. This morning we prayed off the back of our passage, thanking the Lord for his heart for us and praying that we would desire more of his heart as well as praying for those who don't yet know the heart of God, that they would begin to know and trust in him.